What's up, socialites? Welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast, the podcast where I study being social by being social. Real quick, if you haven't grabbed your tickets yet for the Back to School Comedy Show on September 13th, virtual comedy show open to the entire world. You can get your tickets by texting the word SHOW to 1-313-251-1036. Again, text the word SHOW to 1-313-251-1036. And if you want, because I'm not touring this year, we're even doing a virtual meet and greet where we can do a little one-on-one FaceTime session after the show. So, you know, we can kiki, catch up, chat like girlfriends that we are, do the whole thing, baby boo. See you on September 13th at the Back to School Comedy Show. Let's not waste any time getting into the fact that uh, one of the biggest revelations of the year has happened this week. Oh, no, not talking about coronavirus. Not talking about anything else other than the fact that Carol Baskin has been cast in Dancing with the Stars. I'm sorry. We're going to stoop as low as to put suspected homicide criminals on a reality reality TV show? Competition reality TV show. Dancing with the Stars. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know why you're doing it. But bitch, I'm here for it. I'm okay. I, I like... The only reason I want to watch is because I need to see the train wreck that this is. Carol Baskin? What? The puns that the judges make are going to be <laughs> obscene. I can already picture them standing up and be like, Carol, you killed it. <laughs> like, you guys know that's going to happen. All I got to say, whoever her dancing partner is, is watch out. Your shoes are about to be drenched in sardine oil. Predicting it right now, first out. Predicting a winner right now, Monica from Cheer. Let's be real. When these people with like somewhat coordinated experience and some other form of something that's not dancing are on the show, I'm going to be like, you're going to do well. Example, Zendaya was on the show. Zendaya started as a Disney star. Disney stars can sing and dance. Hello. It's going to happen. Let's be real. But Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. Let's not forget. Spent last week in Yellowstone National Park. I told you guys a few episodes ago that Morgan and I were planning on taking a little vacation road trip. We are going to cruise down Highway 101 from Seattle all the way to San Diego. Little pump in the brakes right there. Why? Because Northern California decided to light itself on fire. Had to reroute the entire trip. 12 hours before we left, we decided, fuck it, let's drive to Yellowstone. So glad that we did. I reached out to a lot of you guys for some advice. And those of you who have been to Yellowstone before sent me some pro tips, such as the Gypsy app. This is not sponsored, but I got to let you guys know about this app. This app, you can get it for anywhere, not just Yellowstone. There's like tons of different places, but it essentially turns the inside of your car into like Jurassic Park. So we're just like driving down the roads of Yellowstone. And like when you come across these certain destinations, all of a sudden the app will start talking to you and it'll be like, to the left, there's this geyser that only goes off like every 14 years. It started blah, blah, blah. And to the right, this is where they release wolves in 1995. It's like crazy. It gives you so much historical information along the way and gives you all these pro tips of like what's cool to stop at, what's boring to stop at. It literally completed the trip. Fantastic for your first time in Yellowstone. The Gypsy app. Download it. Use it. 
It's only $9.99 too. So like I was like, this is so worth it. Like I easily would have paid $100 to be able to use this. Like hands down, I would have changed everything. A couple cool things happened though. We were driving past this one geyser and it like wasn't going off. And they're like, ah, this one goes, little gypsy told us. There's like, this one goes off uh, like every three hours. So if it's not going off right now, you can stop and, you know, wait. And we're like, ah, eh, fuck it. So we kept going. And then it's like, ah, eh, well, you're out of luck. This next one only goes off every 16 hours. So if you happen to see it go off, you're very lucky. Boom. Literally, as Gypsy is telling us, this geyser goes off. We're like, this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. Another crazy thing in Yellowstone is bison. Also, best way to get your ass beat in bison is to call them buffalo. Okay, the rangers and shit are very serious. We call them bison. We're not going to call them buffalo because apparently bison's like the real name we're going to use for them. I'm convinced that they want us to call them bison because they're scared that when the Italians come to visit, they might try to milk one and make mozzarella cheese if we're calling it a buffalo. So I'm going to go along with it and call them a bison. No harm, no foul. These things literally think they own the world. They walk down the center of the road at a glacial pace and are just like, fuck you, I'm taking my time and you can't do shit about it. We got real super close to one. I was very, very excited. When you're like three feet away from a bison and you lock eyes with it, I'm inside the protection of my car, by the way. Still, I locked eyes with this thing. It sent the fear of God straight down to the center of my sphincter. Like literally, I was about to shit myself, which as you guys know, is not abnormal for me, but I was about to shit myself. I literally like slowly looked at it and like, rolled up the window as slow as possible because this thing was just like freaking me out. They're huge. They're 2000 pounds. But then I look to my left and the car next to us just like gets out of their car. I'm like, are you stupid? What would possess you to, this thing could kill you. It's literally about to take those horns and throw you up in the air and knock your ass down. Get in your car. No. People will do anything for a picture. And that is the downfall of America, my friends. Don't you forget it. I'll tell you more about this later. But right now I have a really awesome guest. His name is Ian Fidance, hilarious New York comic. I don't think we talked about this in our interview, but after our interview, we got a really deep discussion about financial domination. Do you guys know what that is? Financial domination is like this crazy kink where like people online will go on Twitter and just like put their Venmo, right? And then these like people who are into being financially dominated will be like, all the, all, basically all they want is to be treated like shit and they pay the person to treat them like shit. So they're like, I love you, blah, blah, blah. And you just say, Ew, get away from me, you disgusting swine. And then they'll like Venmo you like $500 right away. What? What? The, I'm literally watching these people make money like this. And I'm like, this is insane. This literally makes me want to sell my socks to like a 70 year old man somewhere in the world. Just like sell them my socks and talk shit to him and get paid for it. 
Girl, that is easy money. Had I known this was a thing my first few years of teaching, I would have paid my bills, right? <laughs> like my credit card could have been paid off. Debt collectors call no more. I'm making money off of talking shit. It's fascinating. If you dare to go on a little bit of the dark side of Twitter, just type in Finn Dumb. Okay, do it at your own risk. Because you might see a little bit of penis, but I'm just letting you know. Um, it's wild. It's mind-blowing. I think, honestly, it's it's tr it's truly what's going to solve homelessness. Like, if these homeless people know... Like, most of them have a phone. I pass them all the time. If they use that phone to make a Twitter account for free and started talking shit to some old men with too much money, you could have a double wide in no time, actually. I think they should do it. Anyway, Ian Fidance hilarious comic literally him and I worked together two years ago on a project and uh, just hit it off right away so funny this guy he, like Ian, the, the word that describes Ian is erratic and I'm so here for it and if like I know that you guys if you like me you're gonna like Ian like this guy is hysterical hey I'm just gonna take it away you guys here's a social studies podcast with Ian Fidance try to catch me howling at the moon Finance, everybody. Ian, I first, first of all, I've fucking missed you. You and me meeting two years ago was kismet. That was two years ago? Isn't that wild? That's crazy. I know, I know. So for those of you listening, Ian and I are both comics, former teachers, and we got hired yes. for, like, what the fuck was it even? Dude. I don't know. It was the most confusing thing, especially when we were there and they were like, you can't say that. Say this. Phrase it that way. Say it this way. You can't say that. Scrap that. Okay, stand here. Put your arm there. Crisscross applesauce. No good. Like, What's <laughs> happening? No. It, it was wild. And all I wanted to do was just hang out with you in between takes. Which we did do. Yeah. We became friends very quickly. So I remember it was like, so I was traveling the country, like interviewing teachers and ex-teachers about like funny things that had happened in their classrooms, but they got all these stories from these teachers and they were like, okay, Joe, you're going to, they're going to tell you their stories, but you're not going to know what the story is. So we can get your general, gen, genuine. Yeah. Do you smell toast? No. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's oh, it's cooking avocado toast. I, and I think it's seven grain. They smell avocado toast. Oh, that's good, baby. That's good. Um, but they they wanted me to get my genuine. <laughs> there we go. Genuine reaction. You were a teacher too. You know the shit that can happen in a classroom can be next level obscene. Yes. So I'm fucking expecting these like stories that are going to like make me shit myself laughing. But then like the production company had like G rated it so hard that most of the stories that people were giving me, except for yours were I was literally sitting there and I would look at the camera and be like, is there, is there a punch? Like what's happening? Yeah. Some of them, I, I remember like, didn't you do one earlier and it didn't it have to do with like poop and it was just like doo-doo or like something yeah. and like someone made a dookie. Okay, that one was <laughs> really funny. So the girl, she taught at this school in Midtown where like all the kids are basically Broadway actors. And then like this is where they go to school. 
Right. Oh, okay. So like very New York elitist parents probably live in Tribeca type situation. Yes. Yes. Very, very talk liberal. But when you put a public school in their neighborhood, they're like, get it out of here. (laughs) Get it out. Not in my backyard. (laughs) Me no one. No, 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 no. Yeah. I will make a post, but that's it. Right. So then they, that one was crazy because it was a mixture of like the company editing her and her editing herself because she didn't want to get clocked by her school. But essentially what happened is like a parent didn't come to pick up a kid from a field trip and she had to drive the kid home and the kid shit herself in her car while she was driving the kid home. I'm like, this is great. This is good. And then they just like dumbed it down so bad. See, here's my thing though. In comedy, like I think poop and farts, if done correctly, can be very funny. I mean, I have saved relationships by farting in an argument and being like, see, things are good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you it's, it? th- there's there's a well-timed fart. Nothing will be better. Nothing. <laughs> okay. Nothing. Great segue. Great segue. When you and I met, I didn't, I was unfamiliar with like your work and stuff. And then I just fell down this rabbit hole of you. And now I'm like, I'm an Ian Finance stan. You're- oh my God. Okay. You're just like so off your fucking rocker. And I'm, (laughs) I am so here for it, man. I'm so like, what, like, where do you get most of your like inspiration and like your confidence and shit? You're like, you're very, very good on stage. Oh my God. You're a sweetheart. Thank you so much. Uh, I just, uh, I think I was hitting the head and it just unleashed some sort of thing inside of me where I just don't have a filter or a governor, you know, it, it just is just pedal to the metal and I don't know how to stop, but I don't know. I, I, it's very weird. I, I'm, I'm either like for you and you like love it, or it is just not for you at all, you know? Oh, and man. so it's those like two extremes, you know, I've been trying to be less like perverted, I guess, mm-hmm. or like, you know, vulgar, which is pretty tough, but I've been doing like Zoom corporate gigs. So then what do you do? Like, how do you handle your hecklers then? Like when you get them live, when they're not into it? Uh, I don't know. I, ju- I just kind of like, I, I've just been become like very conversational with my comedy. So I try to just, we're doing like park shows now. I which saw is that. One step above just you know, being the bird lady from Home Alone too, And uh, it's just, I mean, it is insane. You know what I mean? It's just wild. I never thought it would get here, but here we are. It's you know. crazy. I like, I'm watching Mark Norman do it too. And yeah. like to watch him sweat the way that he's sweating after these shows, like out of, I'm talking well, like- Because he's wearing jeans. That too. (laughs) (laughs) That too. But he like instantly comes off stage and he's like, well, that was terrible. I'm like, oh, nobody says anything good about them. Uh, I mean, look, I'll say something good about them. It's something to do. (laughs) And uh, honestly, I love that. It's well, I'll I'll be honest. It's a it's a weird thing of like, I, I mean, I'm sure you totally relate of just like this need to perform and attention and get out and just say things and so it gives you that outlet but it's not like you know it, it kind of makes me question what i've been doing for the past 10 years of like i gotta go out every night multiple times a night i gotta not go to a, a friend's wedding you know and it's like I got a game. now i feel kind of good being like no i'm not gonna do stand-up tonight because i don't want to yell in a park you know yeah but it's it's just weird it's weird it could be fun because you get to hang out with your friends 
you go, you yell, and then you come back, and you're like, oh my god, those people sucked. <laughs> Let's go eat, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's really something to do to stay busy. And Stand Up New York's putting them all together, and God bless them, they're keeping us busy, and they're staying busy as well. So it it can be fun, but it's also like just uh, it's it's kind of like um, like a starting pitcher that was just on fire for years, and he goes away and gets surgery. And then he comes back and he's just a shadow of his former self. You know what I mean? <sighs> like he's still trying to play the game, but he's just not as sharp and as good. And they're just kind of like, should we make him retire? Or should he pick it up on his own? Bitch. You know? Okay, you literally yeah. just like struck me with the fear of Jesus Christ. Like I am <laughs> so <laughs> literally. So all of my shows. I rebuke show- thee. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. So in you- the name of Jesus Christ. I I swear, I feel the Holy Spirit. If you go in the park, you're going to feel fire and brimstone and make you question why you did everything in your life. Pray to the Lord for forgiveness (laughs) for yelling in a park. Says his name on high. You guys, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I'm fucking creeped out. It's great. No, okay, listen, listen, listen. When they do a Kimmy Schmidt remake, I want you to play the cult leader with that, with what you just did. Like, you would play a great cult leader. Well, let me tell you, you're my muse, and that was just my self-tape, so (laughs) thank you. Thank you. Fuck fuck and fuck you. Um, Yes. Okay, but I'm shitting myself a little bit because my entire tour got moved to 2021. So that means I will have gone 10 months without being on a real stage. So like I'm doing an upcoming digital show, which is cool because Mm -hmm. like the audience is going to be like three times as big as what a general would be if I was in a club. But again, I'm like, I have like so much new material written and everyone's like, oh, just go do your new stuff. Go do your new stuff. I'm like, I haven't fucking practice this i haven't right. done it ever what do well, you want from the, me the cool thing is is everybody knows what's up and they're really forgiving about like looking at notes and whatever whatever and people are just so excited to be entertained and you're so good at just talking and being funny naturally so i can only imagine like whatever comes out of your mouth is going to be in the form of a joke anyway so you have nothing to worry about bitch you're good Fingers all the way crossed. I say a little prayer to the Lord Jesus again. Do you want me to talk to him? <laughs> I see. <laughs> Good God. Were you doing comedy and teaching at the same time? I was. Yeah, for a little bit. How uh, was that? And I mean, I filmed something for TV. And that day I had to talk to a parent and the principal about like their student. And I was like, look, this is great, but it's going long. And I need to go film but i didn't want them to know i was a comedian you know so i was like i have a previous engagement you know (laughs) so i would it it got to the point where i was having to like take off work to like do the road and all this stuff so and i just wasn't focusing on on teaching as much so i just ended up quitting and then i ended up doing uh mostly i when i taught it was like test prep like going into schools for periods of time and like teaching how to take the test which is like such a necessary evil mm-hmm. and i was definitely a part of the problem and that that's what's interesting about that thing we shot is that i was very candid about how terrible testing is and how it doesn't help students and i said all this stuff and then they hit me back and were like we're not releasing your footage because of what you were saying and we can't have that come out and i was like oh wow 
Look at that. Cancel culture's real bitch. <laughs> okay, that's exactly why I'm very happy that okay, first of all, being a teacher and pursuing entertainment, you know, let's be real. You're either a waiter or you're doing something else, but you got to pay the bills when you're trying to actually make oh, yeah. a career out of this. And to me, teaching's like the best way to do that because first of all, it's fun and funny, but mm-hmm. Like you have your entire summer off to like work that hustle and try to make it happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got a lot of good time to do it. But the best part about it is I can go out into the world now and like say shit like it is and not have a target on my back and not have to edit my shit. Right, right, right. right. But also you have tapped into a market of everyone's been in school. Everyone has kids that are in school. Everybody knows a teacher. They have a rigid idea of what a teacher is. And you just totally butte that stereotype which is so refreshing you know what i mean and you can get away with saying a lot of shit because you have the experience that a lot of people don't have well the the biggest one too was just talking about like gay culture and my gay life and like being Mm. a gay teacher and like i would do that on stage and then like every night just like have a hard time going to bed because i'm like what parent is gonna not like that i'm talking like this right 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 yeah Right. But now I'll, you know, get up there and talk about how I'll do anything if you pay off my student loans. <laughs> yes. Well, good thing my checkbook's not too far away. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about your experience with Crank Yankers? Oh, yeah. That yeah, is fucking dope, it. dude. Yeah, it was awesome. I did punch up for Crank Yankers. I'm close with uh, Nikki Glazer, who was like the actual voice and they made her like a puppet. And so she had to do all these prank calls. And she was like, I don't like prank calls. I don't want to do this. Can you come and just like write jokes on the fly? Like, can you do punch up and be like the, like a a writer for the day? I was like, yeah, sure. So it was um, in uh, the Bowery Hotel in New York. And we went and they rented out a hotel room and it's, you know, all these people in this room and everybody has like earpieces to listen to the calls. And what it was, was there was a a huge like iPad in front of the caller and we were on a text thread and you would just type whatever came to your mind and send it and they would be doing the call and they would like read it off. And there were all these calls and it was just the most fun in the world. We all got along in the writer's room. It was awesome. And uh, I got to like break the room with like a couple of things that I said, which felt like so good because I I loved that show when I was younger. Me too. It was so fun. And I, I even said to them, I was like, hey, my pay for the day, I will forfeit it if you can just make me a puppet. And they were like, um, oh, I, I'll never forget what the guy said. He said, uh, no. And so, (laughs) (laughs) but it was, it was so fun, man. It's, it's just like, it was really like you're hanging out with a bunch of friends. You're just trying to make each other laugh, you know? So then, so then, okay. First of all, I was obsessed with the show when I was younger too. So hearing this like BTS stuff, this is amazing. So then like, does Nikki or you or somebody know the person that's being called or is it literally a cold call? No, no. So, uh, it's a lot of Craigslist and a lot of like, um, you know, I think it's mostly Craigslist throughout the country. Like I'm a babysitter looking for work. So we called this number and was like, the, the conceit was, okay, I'll hire you, but you have to promise you won't hit on my husband. And then it was like, can you make yourself more ugly? 
Like, do you mind walking with a limp? You know, like, <laughs> like my husband cheated on me with a babysitter. Can you maybe like, before you come, can you just eat for a week so that you're kind of heavy? You know, <laughs> oh, stuff like that. No. And, and now in hindsight, and also, so afterwards they call and they're like, Hey, blah, blah, blah. We're going to pay you. But, um, oh, the, the person. Yeah. 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 Okay. When years ago it was just like, Hey, we'll send you a t-shirt and people were like, okay. You know, but, uh, now it's like, that would be such an evil thing to do in COVID to mm. call someone and be like, you want a job, you know? And then it's like, Hey, it's just a prank. You know? When, when, uh, when did you work on the show? Oh man. I think like a year ago. Mm. Um, and it was just so fun. It was like a dream come true. Cause I mean, I don't know about you, but I used to make prank calls when I was younger. I, I oh, went back to my mom's house in Delaware and I found a prank call mixtape. Of your calls? Yeah. Of my prank calls. Bitch, stop. We need yeah to surface this i gotta find it i used to call and pretend i was an old woman looking for a medication <laughs> and i would like have people stay i'd be like hello i'm looking for my sister abigail and she has my medication and people would be like okay i'll help you find it uh, no, just like, no, no. Yeah, yeah yeah or like one time at like 3 a.m i called someone up and i was like yeah 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 this is Aerosmith steven Tyler. you just want concert tickets oh how old like, are you don't fucking call me. And she just hanged up the phone. <laughs> oh, I was like all throughout high school. I did uh, college. I in college too. Oh yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, we we had a we had like a soundboard of Arnold Schwarzenegger, and we would call up fancy restaurants and try to make reservations under his name. Yeah, well, I and used to use the Miss Cleo soundboard. Oh my god. Oh my god. What would you do with it? Oh, everything. Just I would I tip my MO was typically calling um like people that I knew. Mm-hmm. Especially with oh, the summer. Okay. Okay. Um, but then the I got in trouble twice doing it. And I it's funny that my reaction was college to you because now that I realize it, this was when I was in college. I worked as a transporter in radiology for a hospital in my summers off to like make money, which was uh-huh. like Girl, you work in a hospital trying to pay your college bills. You are set, honey. So I'm doing that. And then this one girl who we all kind of like weren't a big fan of, I called her and and pretended to be a doctor and told her that um, she was exposed to a patient patient with MRSA and she needed to bring in a stool sample to work the next day. Oh my God. She shit in a Ziploc bag and was about to bring it to our boss and literally called him and was like, I just want to make sure that this is what you wanted from me. And he's like, what are you talking about? So she left the shit in her, in her car and went to him and they like put it together that it was me. And he like came into the room where we all work and got me. And he's like, I need to talk to you in my office. And he was like stone ass serious. And then we got to the office and he's like, that was hilarious. don't do it again oh my god that's amazing yeah wow have you talked to the shitbag girl since um so actually it's kind of funny we ended up getting close that was she had only been working for maybe like a month so i think i was just kind of like trying to run her out or whatever give her a hard time but we ended up getting pretty pretty cool as the time went on and then i remember when i left she even said to me like 
that was funny. I wish I had known you better when it happened. Because she was pissed. She was pissed when it first went down. But like we used to call pet stores too and tell them that we wanted to buy a cat and a bird. And they were like, no, that's not good. And we were like, just kept trying to do it. Did you ever have any, did it ever like backlash on you? Um, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm trying to think. Um, I, we would call pet stores too. And it would be like, we need gerbils. And the thing was like to shove up my ass or whatever, you know, <laughs> or like I called a chiropractor and was like, you have to help me. I hurt my back. I, I watched a video online and I was trying to suck my own dick and I, I ended up pulling a disc and I just need you to help me. I was so close to getting it in my mouth. And they're like, sir, sir, please, sir. And I was like, I just am trying to find the root of the problem. You know? Oh, my God. Uh, but I'm trying to think if, if I ever got caught. People would call back because I would forget to do like the star six, seven. And that oh, was shit. always scary. Like I called a Dunkin' Donuts and was like trying to. It, it always had to do with like penis. It always had to be like, <laughs> I, I just want to stuff. Where's the cream come from? I just want to stuff a donut. The guy called back and was like, don't ever call here again. I was like, I'm sorry. But no. can you fuck the donut? <laughs> <laughs> How do you like working at the cellar? Uh, it's the best. It was the best. It, it was, was. I know. I'm sorry. Everything I'm sorry. you could want and more. And, uh, you know, it's all the clubs are done for a while. Yeah. And I think de Blasio was like, He's like shutting, he's like indoor dining won't happen till 2021. It's just so insane. Everything keeps changing day by day. They're opening gyms tomorrow, but they're not letting people eat indoors. You know, like, I I, I don't know what's, what's Cause going that on. makes so much sense. I know, I know. And, and they're, and they're even, they're, they're doing virtual inspections. Instead of having people come by to inspect, you just have to like on a video conference be like, see, we have signs. People are distant, you know. <laughs> yeah, then like nuts. you could just like have a sign on your head that says everybody separate, so they don't. Yeah, see. yeah, and and it's like so the people making the laws are like, okay, you guys uh, go together indoors, but we're actually too scared to go indoors, so you guys do it. We'll be far away, and it's like such a fucking joke. So in Detroit, where I'm originally from, the casinos are open, but the comedy clubs can't open. And I'm like, can someone explain logic to me? Because clearly somebody doesn't get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the seller did it right. Right before everything got shut down, they did like half capacity, change out the microphones. People oh, cool. were distant, you know. And I, th- I, I really think like if people just did temperature checks, distance, mass, uh, changing out microphones, like it, it would work i mean they're doing that in other clubs and they're not having you know terrible results so i who knows what's gonna happen and i mean do you remember when this first hit everyone was like it stays on a surface for 97 days and you have to spend 20 hours washing an avocado when you come home you know yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. and it was just i mean dude i was spraying down my cell phone you know just like washing everything for a while i didn't even take stuff to the laundromat i was washing stuff in my bathtub yeah it was like i felt like i was on frontier times i was gonna you know buy a pack of cigarettes with a beaver pill you know <laughs> <It was just laughs> oh my God. crazy please please write that down that's really good oh um, perfect we were doing the same thing too like washing all of our groceries a friend of mine they would leave all their clothes in the garage and then like walk up to get new clothes on we never did that i also yeah. was always team be as safe as you can, but don't freak the fuck out. So right. that's what right. I did. 
but well, I, I was, I was riding my bike around all through it. And, um, it was, you know, at first I would cover up my face, but then after a while it started coming out that like, you know, if you're moving fast, you can't blah, blah, blah. And, and so it just got like ridiculous to see. It's so ridiculous to see people out like wearing a hazmat suit while they're walking in Central Park. Literally. But I will say with my very own eyes, there were some pictures that came out of like people in the park, everybody close together, but it turned out the angle was fucked up. The, the perspective of the picture, like mm-hmm. I've been out and the distancing is very real. It's very, everyone's mess. Like New York's doing it right for however they're messing up, like indoor stuff. Like people are taking it incredibly serious. You know, it's just unfortunate. The rest of the country is not. Yeah. What can you do? We were in Yellowstone last week and you like got a healthy dose of what America really looks like right now. Right. Like it was like, there was people there in like full gear like mask and screen and gloves on asking people to get away from them. And then there were people with like their entire litter of children. No one has a mask running all over the place, touching everything. And I'm just like, Oh yeah. When are we going to get it? When are we going to get it? I got somebody attacked me the other night. You shut up. Tell me. I swear to God. I was at, uh, wait, wait, because you were not wearing one. No, because I told them to wear a mask. Bitch, tell me. Dude, it was insane. I So uh, this weekend was the first weekend I have done like road gigs since March. And um, after the show, there's a graveyard next to the venue. And I was sitting like there, there's like these these um, uh, black iron posts, you know, outside the graveyard. And my back was up to it. And I was kind of sitting, you know, it was kind of like a makeshift chair. And uh, I'm on the phone my girlfriend and we are we're talking and you know after the show people come up they're drunk you know what i mean and they're like oh comic yeah you were great and the guy like gets in my face he's with a group of people and i'm like hey thanks guys put put on a mask and i like cover my face and a couple people put on their mask and this guy is huge i mean jack diesel just rip rip daddy big balls he is just a bear of a human and he's like you don't believe in masks Tell me right now, you don't fucking believe in masks. And I'm like, yeah, I believe in masks. I'm not a fucking dumbass. Come on, dude. And he just stares at me and his friend's like, Chris, let's go. Let's go. So they they leave. And uh, I am sitting there. And 30 seconds later, a bottle crashes behind me. And he threw a, a glass bottle at me and it exploded. And I stand up and I'm like, are you serious? It's like, you threw a bottle at me? And you know, he's far away. I'm far away. So I'm like, I can let my mouth fly. Why not, baby? Let it loose. You know, I got distance balls. The further away, the bigger my balls are. Oh, no. Oh, no. So he is like, you want to go? And I'm like, are you kidding me? I was like, no. And he starts running at me. I go, and, and I'm like, you fucking bitch. Are you serious? Stop. And he runs at me like a moose. <laughs> and he's like, fuck you, I'm gonna kick your ass. And I'm like, don't get off of me. What's the matter with you? And I like put my hands out and he tackles me onto the concrete and he's like hitting me and I'm kicking him off me and I'm just like, get off me. And it's just us like this, and he gets pulled off, and uh they like run away, and at the same time, 
I'm on the phone with my girlfriend with my earbuds in. We're like trying, we're like, things are on the rocks. We're trying to like, we're breaking up. We're getting back together. I'm on the phone. Like I could be a provider. Get off me, Al, stop hitting me. (laughs) You know, I'm a man. Al, please, my spleen. You know. First of all, I'm pissed. Right? (laughs) Okay. Like how insane is that? Okay, second of all, someone said mean words. So now I can attack them. Yeah. Someone is telling you to be polite and put on a mask. And I wasn't a dick about it. I made a joke and I was like, uh, I, you know, I was like, well, have a good night, guys. Be safe. Are you a Rogan fan by chance? What's that? Are you a Rogan fan at all? Or are you friends with them? I don't, I don't listen to podcasts. Really? So I yeah yeah I don't I don't listen to his podcast. I should I should listen to podcasts. I, but I, I got enough voices in my head, so yeah. I don't oh. need another. I don't really listen to podcasts either. I especially don't listen to his, but I do listen to his when the guest is someone I want to hear from. Like I recently right, had yeah. Nikki on recently, and I listened to that yeah. episode. Um, but just like uh, the his obscure way of thinking, I would love to hear his take on the story. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's like the, it's this weird thing of like wearing a mask is now infringing upon like your, everyone's like, it's a sign of fascism. It's like, no, that happened in November of 2016. Like that was the <laughs> sign of fascism, not wearing a fucking mask. Ugh, ugh, but I'm... it's, it's just crazy, you know? Well, I'm sorry that happened. That's bullshit. Well, what, what can you do? You know, it's, uh, it's the world we're living in. As we do with all of our trauma, put some spin on it and turn it into a set. Yeah, sure. I mean, why not? I get a set tonight. I I don't have many new jokes, so I'll just talk about getting my ass beat in a graveyard while trying to get back <laughs> together with my girlfriend. Yeah, you know? there we go. Okay, but um, it's funny that you talk about getting into a, an altercation because I'm dying to know if it's ever happened before. I'm a big fan of your Stolen Valor bits. Oh, thank you. Okay, so for Pete, can you explain, like, first of all, what Stolen Valor is and what you do with Stolen Valor? Because I'm pretty sure some of these people that are listening have no fucking clue what I'm talking about. Well, Stolen Valor is this weird thing where, you know how when you're a kid and it's like, I want to be a firefighter, I want to be an army guy, I want to be a cot, you know, some people realize like, oh, that life is not for me. And then other people hold on to it and still dress up like that as an adult. And there are some people that get military uniforms, put them on and pretend that they were in the military, either for a discount, either to get money begging on the street, either to get even something as simple as like thanked publicly. And that's like a real thing. Like people really do that. Oh, yeah. Well, this country is such a hard on for anyone that served in the military. You know, like we've been brainwashed to think anyone that puts on a uniform is like an angel hero. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, you served? You must never have done anything wrong in your life. God bless you. Here, take my daughter. (laughs) And uh, there are people that want those accolades. So they dress up as service members. And there are videos of legitimate servicemen picking these people out and seeing that they're fakers. And they, like, go off. Oh, shit. I mean, like, in public, filming them questioning them on the craziest most intricate military things like who's your third brigadier sergeant in the army and when you went to fort bragg who was it 
and they don't know. Oh, oh. no, no, and they don't know. And like this one guy flipped out this. And the, my favorite part is when the military guys are calling these fakers out. Usually they're with their family, <gasps> and off screen you can hear the wife be like, "Brian, stop it! Stop Not it!" Again. He's like, "Hold on a minute." Who was your captain when you were in the USS Marine Corps? You know, why is your gig line off? Oh, oh, so you had the flag on the left side, not the right side? Why? What stolen valor? And then a crowd forms. No, no, and then no. The person becomes like meek, and they're like, "Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And it's this whole crazy rabbit hole of YouTube videos of guys flipping out on other men for stolen valor. This is my next rabbit hole for being like essentially fakers. They're, so, they're essentially posers for the military. But does the accuser scream stolen valor at them? Yes, over Which and is, over. As if everyone around knows no. and they'll be like, oh yes, stolen valor. But in reality, they're like, oh yes, mental breakdown. You know? Okay, okay, okay. So what I do is when I find someone who I feel is fake in the funk, I go up and stolen valor them for whatever they're faking. So like- And it can uh, be anything. Anything. It's really broken my brain because now when I see things, like one time I went up to a guy on the street that was wearing like a referee thing, you know, <laughs> like the black and white. And I stolen yeah. valored him for not working at Foot Locker. Um, and, uh, another one was a guy was playing the flute in the street and I stole and him for not being Lizzo. Oh, I remember um, that and, one. Yeah. And matter of fact, it turned out that he was, uh, he attacked someone with his flute. So when I was like, that's not Lizzo, people were like, you gotta leave. You know? Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. okay. First of all, if you guys don't follow Ian yet, please do. Ian Amon. And yes. He does he this on his animal. Yeah. Does this at his story, and it like pops up at the most random times. Like I'll literally be walking, and it'll be Ian's feet walking down the street, and next thing you know, his phone is in somebody's face at a thrift store, screaming "stolen valor" at them. The yeah, funniest one not, you did. You're not a real boat captain. That when you told the thrift store <laughs> man he wasn't a real boat captain, Ian, I lost my fucking mind. <laughs> Okay, okay, but now I need to know, like, what happens when the video stops? Well, what should happen <laughs> is I should wait to go home and edit the video. But what does happen, or did happen, and I stopped, was, you know, like, if a bank robber gets a block away and starts counting their money, they're going to get caught. Oh, um, no. If you yell in someone's face and two blocks away start to edit the video, they will catch up with you. And um, they will take their phone out and try to shame you. And just how to get out of it is to tell them that you're sick. Oh, no, you don't. No, you don't. Okay, can you give me like a real example of like when it went like, dry? This one guy was like, took his phone out. I was like, you think it's funny to videotape people? You think it's funny to videotape people? And I, and I was like, no. And he goes, why do you do that? Huh, you chump? You fucking chump? And I was like, I'm sick. I'm sick. Something's wrong. I'm sick. And he was like, <laughs> oh, okay. And I was like, I'm sick. I'm sick. And I just walked away and that just totally diffused it. <laughs> there is a reason why you live in New York and I live in Seattle. <laughs>
This would not I should be go done. to I should go to Antifa in the chop zone and be like, uh, you're, you're, you're you're not a real you're not a real army man. You would literally die. <laughs> like like hundred percent die for sure. You're uh, you're not really in World War II fighting the Nazis. I stolen valor. Yeah. <laughs> you're not a real superhero i've been missing it you need you to do an it job we what? need more stolen valor like even though we're in quarantine yes. we need some stolen valor um and i we are out of time but i absolutely love you and i'm so 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 happy that i finally got you on the podcast where what do you have coming up where can people find you what's the tea uh, the T is you can follow me on Instagram uh, at ianimal e and finance i a n f i d a n c e uh, e animal i a n i m a l. Uh, I have an album available on iTunes. Uh, all my tour and road dates got uh, canceled, pushed back to 2021. So mm. I'm just chilling, making videos. Uh, I um i have a podcast coming out in october that i'm excited about so yeah i'm putting in more cat shelves in my apartment you know the sky's the limit really uh and you guys honestly make sure that you do follow ian because you will laugh and you never know when you're gonna see some stolen valor that's right this is such a dream thank you joey i appreciate it yeah no problem dude thanks for coming on yeah thank you Yo, thank you so much for listening to the Social Studies Podcast. I appreciate you guys so much. Again, tickets are still available for the Back to School virtual comedy show on September 13th. Anywhere in the world you can tune in, you can get your tickets by texting the word SHOW, S-H-O-W, to this number, 1-313-251-1036. And hey, podcast listeners, I'm dedicated to you guys. Get yourself a VIP ticket so we can FaceTime after the show and have a little one-on-one chat, kiki, do all the things. I love you guys so much, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Try to catch me howling at the moon.